Hey there, this is Lindsay. You are listening to Life Through a Distorted Lens. We are on episode 15. This week, this episode is another interview. I had the total joy and pleasure to interview my now fellow friend, Amy Souza, aka Known Heretic. Amy has a background in theater education and depth psychology. Uh, This episode I'm really excited about because she really has a way of explaining this gender, transgender, what the hell is cisgender, like any sort of question or confusion you may have about all this, or maybe you don't know about it, she she really explained it in her way, uh, at least to me, in a very palatable, just very basic way of understanding. It's not comp- what I mean by basic is it's not complicated, and I think that's awesome. Um, so yeah, without further ado, let's get into it. It never, it really this this whole subject never really doesn't get less crazy um and uh you know there's there's a lot of angles that i am interested in covering and and i I, it just in general not not just here today but um uh in general but but the main reason the main reason that i'm in this at all is to protect women's sex-based rights so that that's really the main thing that i'm about i mean there's a there's a lot to critique about um this, uh, as Jennifer said, as, as this industry, there's, there's a lot to critique about the industry. Um, there's a lot to critique, uh, linguistically about what's going on, um, with, with how language is being co-opted and, and coerced. This movement is a gender identity movement. Um, and when you, you say it like gender identity, uh, that is, that isn't as, uh, triggering or there, there's nothing, um, there's nothing off-putting about that. It, it, it is, I think it, it, it's, it open, it, it, people are more open to that idea, even though of course, feminists have been critiquing gender itself for centuries. Um, but linguistically, when we use the words, uh, trans woman and trans man, uh, it, it automatically sets up a little linguistic mindfuck, uh, because if you are talking about biological beings, if you are talking about humans, if you're talking about men and women, and you, for example, ask the questions, uh, should men play women's sports? Should boys play girls' sports? Should boys be able to go after girls' scholarships? Should men be housed in women's prisons? Um, If you ask those questions that way, it is really clear, no. Absolutely not. Any any thinking, you know, person will say absolutely not. And that is clear. But when you start asking the question, should trans women be allowed to be housed in women's prisons? Should um, trans girls be allowed to compete uh, in sports? Uh, Then it it starts up this, um, you know, sort of cognitive dissonance, little linguistic mindfuck where you're like, wait, is there a special category of woman that I'm forgetting about? Somehow these men are somehow less their body or less men than other men. Um, And it starts setting up these questions in your mind, 
where all of a sudden you're you've you've left the category of biology you've left the category of the physical um and you're talking about something else and it just adds it really adds confusion and people get confused and and the people who are you know the the kind of good liberals who are just wanting to be nice um that's that's how they hook you and you know first of all it's 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 incredibly disingenuous the way that the ACLU for example sets up this question when they ask it they ask should trans girls be allowed to compete well, first of all, that's incredibly disingenuous. No one, there is no human being barred from competing in sports. Um, you know, when when I when I posted on their page, I was like, "Congratulations, they're allowed to compete right now, today." Um, but but they sort of, you know, they they troll out these like, you know, sort of uh, curly eyelashed, uh, you know, curly headed boys uh, who who music, like you know, and they they you. You know the the little tagline is always I, I just want to compete I just want to compete um well he can compete in his own sex category right now today he's a boy and he he has gone through a male puberty and he there's no reason he should be stealing these scholarships from from girls and you know there is a team of girls right now they're going to take it to the supreme court because they've lost scholarship opportunities they're you know you know, these and girls were one, which one is that? Which story at, is these that? are at the high school level. Um, yeah. they're the three girls from Connecticut and I, is it the track and field, uh, one? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're runners. Um, and they were, I believe the girls were one, two and three in the state. And now there are two boys competing who have been one and two, one and two, one and two every time, because you know, they're, they're male, they're boys. They're, yeah. they're better. They're, they're, they're better at competing. They couldn't uh, place well in their own, uh, sex category. Uh, I mean, it's so very clear to me what they're doing and it's just crazy to me that, I don't know, like if I was competing with them as a woman, I'd be like, I mean, it sucks. It's like, you want to compete and do what you want to do because you've trained for that and whatnot. And it's your yeah. space to do it. But I feel like they should just like all bow out and be like, y'all go have your fucking fun. Like, it's just yeah. ridiculous. It's yeah. so I insulting. Mean, Look at the they're... podium photos. The podium photos of these trans identifying males that are always to, you know, first place, shamelessly being like America or whatever. Uh, but look at the women. They're all, I mean, there's just like, look at like uh, all women, actual women on a podium and they look like shining and they're like uh, locked arms, like, yay, whatever. I mean, not always, but. Usually with the male as first place, the women are just like, I yeah, mean, they're like, they're like, they're, they're turned away from the camera. They won't, they won't look at him. Awful. Yeah, it is, you know, and it, it's just, I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous and it's not fair. First of all, um, gender identity is an absolutely meaningless self-ascribed category. You know, it is a, it is a self-claim that you make about yourself and more and more, there are more and more quote unquote, gender identities being come up with every day. There are hundreds of these categories. There are things like demi boy and a gender and neutral gender and maverick gender. And, you know, there, there's literally you go, go do a Google search. Anyone can go do I Google search. I'm trying to keep up with it just because I'm like, I, I who's there's to actually like keep up with that. 
That there's hundreds. And, and, and what is ridiculous to me um, is that, you know, why, why would it be a good idea to segregate sports based on an identity? Like, should we segregate sports based on whether or not I'm a writer or a teacher? Like, why is an identity claim a good category for sports segregation? Especially, again, when there are hundreds of categories. Are, are Demi boys going to have their own sports leagues? Are, are Maverick genders going to, are A-genders, you know, are, are um, non-binaries going to have their own sports league? Uh, you know, so that's that's one of my positions. Wouldn't you think they would do that anyways, like make their own transgender group? Uh, but of course not, because it doesn't affirm their uh, no, identity. Yeah, or it doesn't identity. validate. Well, and, that, and that's my other thing is because most sports women themselves are gender nonconforming. So in fact, yeah. like you, you have, you know, more sports women, I, you know, I would say are very gender nonconforming themselves will have you know, the shorter haircuts or not shave or not conform to kind of feminine beauty standards. I mean, these these women are often some of the most non-conforming women that are there. So how how are they the same, um, you know, gender identity as men or boys who are doing the whole hyper femininity? You know, if, if we, if in fact we are going by gender identity segregation, they're actually not even the same gender identity. Yeah. Um, but, but the whole point is that that's a meaningless category. You know, there, the physical always remains relevant. <laughs> you're, 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 you, you cannot be more or less of your body. And, and this whole idea that it, it's somehow about, you know, T levels well, it's so much more than T levels. I mean, the, the whole male in, t testosterone, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they, they, they always are like, you know, the, when they go on the estrogen, their, their T levels drop. Well, first of all, not significantly, but second of all, even if we tossed that part aside, even if we tossed testosterone aside, the male skeletal structure, male grip strength, male larger heart and lungs, male better blood oxygenation, male faster heat dissipation, male better shoulders for throwing, better hips for running, larger feet for running, any sport that involves running or throwing, the male literal skeleton is better at it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so... <laughs> <laughs> T-levels yeah. don't, that doesn't even matter, you know, and no, it's uh, ridiculous. Uh, all of that sports thing is, it's crazy. I mean, I've had women that, uh, acquaintances be like, you know, I'm anti-trans and all this stuff and they're, they're athletes. And I'm just like, how can you get to that level where you're like, yeah, you can come race against me. Like, how can you be that blind to like, your ass is going to get whooped. Like yeah. number one, it could be the worst male athlete. I mean, this is going to make people upset. Maybe not the worst, but not very good. Yeah. You know, fucking like sack your ass. Like, well, and you know, I don't, there's, there's now some, you know, there's some feet there. We, we have Mar Martina Navatarola, Na Navatarola. Yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah. Um, you know, she she's definitely in support of women's sports. Of course, she's been called a bigot and a turf and a transphobe um because she supports women's sports. Um, but there are other women's female athletes who are pro 
you know, trans women in sports. And it, it's really appalling to see. And um, it's, it's, it's all about money. I think if they're like, yeah, like that soccer woman, <laughs> the Olympic thing, that was so upsetting. Well, it's just and, all about money. They don't care. Like they already got the gold medal. So it's like, eh, whatever, I don't need anymore. Come join. Cause I already got my shit. Bye. Like, and thanks, the crazy- asshole. The crazy thing about her is that right before, you know, they won, they they are the best female soccer team out there. And right before they won, they did a scrimmage with a 15 and under boys team, 15 and under boys team and lost, lost, lost. To 15 that's and you know, under it's like knowing her saying that it's all about, uh, yeah. Or, or whatever some 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 sort of money like the whole uh yeah. ellen page thing yeah uh, oh god totally that's a fucking sham like if you read her story like a coming out i don't even know what you call that on instagram it just is so like copy paste here's what you need to put on your instagram because they go into the natural here's you know suicide statistics thing like if you were actually like uh you know say her coming out lesbian thing like yeah. it comes from a very personal stance of this is why yeah. I'm doing it and whatever. Uh, and why would you be spouting like statistics and stuff unless there's some sort of agenda behind it? To me, it was very clear that she's yeah. just a puppet and, uh, yeah, yeah like I think I, I, you know, that, that was pretty much one of the first things I did when I saw her coming out as trans is I did. Yeah. Look at a compare and contrast of, her coming out as a lesbian speech yeah, versus nice. that coming out as trans speech. And it is exactly did as you she said. Even say, like, she, did she even come out and like do a video speech or was just a written thing? So there, just a right written thing. Like, yeah. Just a written thing. I also watched an interview of her with uh, whatever that TV show, Umbrella Academy. Man, mm-hmm. she is like really going through shit. I mean, I don't know her personally if I'm just going to judge off of that, which I am. Um, I can just like sense something's up. She's just not herself and she seems very depressed. Like, I mean, dark sided stuff. Uh, so I'm just, this whole movement is like capitalizing on people's mental illness and being like, yes, you can get this like really distraught and just really negative. And I just, it's so crazy how they're just being taken advantage of. Like to me, like they're the most vulnerable weak i don't want to say weak but i mean you know like not strong you know if you're depressed you're not going to be your strongest self so to have a uh medical industry and social media and all this stuff everywhere around you affirm your darkness is just so dark <laughs> it's so yeah cool. well and you know there's uh, uh, you know on the about you as a person no. Well, and on the one hand, you know, we, we don't, we don't talk about autogonophilia uh, no. a lot. Yeah. Um, but autogonophilia is very different than dysphoria. You know, yes. a lot of these teens, yes. these teens are experiencing dysphoria. They're, they're dysphoric, they're dissociated from their body. Um, they're experiencing dissociation, um, but but the the leaders of this movement, the money of this movement, is coming from autogynephilic men. Mm. Um, oh, and uh, you know, if you listen to detransitioner stories, um, like if you you know listen to uh, Benjamin Boyce interviewing um, Ben, uh, who is gen centric, I think. Um, you know, he, 
she <laughs> she talks oh, about that, yes, being, right, being in uh, being on Reddit, being in these LGBT groups with these older men, trans women, um, you know, and she's trying to be a, a trans man and 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 they're just really controlling and, and manipulating that whole story. But but these, you know, these young people who are you know, for whatever reason, feeling dysphoric about their bodies, um, not, I mean, who enjoys puberty? It's, it's not good. Bodies, it's, not, it's not fun bodies, for anyone. It's, it's not, so not, awkward. It's so, like, oh, I think awkward. even, even like the most, like, you know, sort of cheerleader jock, you know, popular kids mm-hmm. still don't like puberty. It's, it's just not no, fun. No one does. No, yeah. No. Um, but I think what, what happens is, I mean, you know, this, this movement is, it, it just sets you up for a lifetime of, of cognitive dissonance because you, you are constantly fighting against nature. Your, your body is always trying to, um, revert to itself, you know, like even like if you like friggin' get cut or or are ill, your body knows how to try to heal itself. Bodies are bodies have their own intelligence, you know, bodies know how to help you. And you know, if you're pumping yourself with hormones, your body is is actually just trying to combat that. Your body's not like good with it. You know, they they have these surgeries, you know, one of I mean, we we know that they get hormones. We know they get puberty blockers. We know um they 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 get those, but they also get a lot of um you know, medications that, you know, try to tell their body not to resist this because your body will naturally resist this process. You know, your body can reject these surgeries. Your body um, can have very serious side effects. Um, Very dramatic surgeries. And the rate at which uh, they go from uh, hormone blockers to, you know, SRS, sex reassignment surgery. um, It's like a, no one really talks about that or they sweep it under the rug. It's pretty like guaranteed. Um, like, it's just not, you know, they're always like, Oh, you know, if you take hormone blockers or whatever, it's reversible. And I'm like, yeah. uh, I don't know. I'm sure you've heard about that. The, yeah. Which people continue on that path. It's, uh, yeah. It's unlikely well, that they're like, Oh, never mind. It's not for me because you're being affirmed everywhere. And you do feel a sense of euphoria from what I've heard. Um, but that doesn't last long from again. No, no, because you're, you, you have, I mean, gender is a performance, you know, gender is a performance and it it requires daily upkeep, you know, I mean, I don't know, like someone, someone, you know, another feminist might like look at me here with my like earrings and lipstick on. I mean, that's a, that's a performance. That that's theater. That, yeah. That's art. It's an effort to put this makeup on. Yeah. Roll out of bed. I did not roll out like this. But yeah. if I if I don't do it, I'm still very much a woman. You know, it doesn't, I don't have to, you know, whatever, you know, I I, you know, it's most days. Yeah, most days I I don't wear makeup most days. You know what I'm not gonna like be on camera. <laughs> <laughs> um you know, but if your if your um, face to the world requires this constant performance and constant fighting of biology, I mean that is it's it's really um, you know it's setting you up for being in a mental state that is um, you know um, in, in, imposter complex. I guess I would yeah. say yeah. Uh, you know you you know you know that that's 
that's not what you are. You know that it's it's a lie. And you know, for me, I'm just like, why why do we have to have a lie? Like, wh- why we we don't have to have a lie? You know, boy, boys can wear makeup. Boys can wear dresses. Girls can cut their hair short. We don't. Why do we have to have a lie about it? You know, and if you weren't we're, sorry. Well, if you weren't if you weren't trying to lie about it, there there would be no reason for that cognitive dissonance. You would just be like, well, I'm a I'm a woman who dresses like this, or I'm a man who dresses like this. Like, exactly. why not? Why not and be if, that? Yeah, and if a man is uh, going through the effort of putting on makeup and whatnot, and you look pretty convincing in like all areas to yourself when you look in the mirror, or you look down at your you know areas like selected like a wrist or like legs and it looks feminine. <laughs> And then you're like, oh, I have a penis. Like, how does that not cause dysphoria? And like, or just like, how does that like not trip your mind up? Just the sheer fact that that's going on. Like, of course, it's going to make you go, wait, but I'm a woman. But no, what's this penis doing there? Uh, It's only going to, it's like, I can, how does that not encourage uh, dysphoria, you know? Well, exactly. And, you know, um, you know, as as I spoke to you a little bit about before, you know, we're, we're always embodied. We're always in our body. You know, we're never, there is no place that we can go that is mind only. We are, and not only are we always embodied and in our body, but we are, we are in constant attendance of our body. We're, we're, we're in this constant dance of participation with our bodies, you know, bodies, bodies cannot be ignored. You know, pain tells you that you have a body, just uncomfortability, a a hair in your eye tells me I have a body, you know, um, you know, we're constantly navigating and negotiating our body. I have to reach and open a door. I know I have a body. I have to like adjust this mic. I I know I have a body. Um, you know, and, and yeah. And like, if, if you're, if you're pretending to be a man and you're getting a period, you know, you have a female body. If you're a man who's pretending to be a woman and you pee with a penis, you know, you have a male body. I mean, bodies are constantly asserting themselves, you know, they're, they're constantly reminding us of their, their presence. And, um, you know, it's very hard in the long run to ignore your body. You know, your, your, your body is going to tell you what it is. Unless um, your brain gets so distorted and uh, separated um, and, or, you know, I'm trying not to use the word illness here, but uh, yeah. you know, it just keeps, I, mean, I was telling you that or, the other day about how I feel like once you just start doing this, Oh, I'm actually say it's me. I'm actually a male. You don't just stay stagnant of like thinking that Mm -hmm. to me, from what I've seen of these stories, uh, you know, people on Reddit are super, very honest. It just goes downhill. Like, I don't believe, you know, starting off all that, which is a simple little white lie or not a white lie, but a lie. It doesn't stay a lie. It just, you know, it just, it it gets worse. Just imagine living a life of a lie, like Mm -hmm. having people lie to you, you making people lie to you, uh, you lying to the world and to yourself. Um, yeah. I'm not trying to be rude here, but it's just like, how's that not going to destroy you and destroy the people around you? From what I've seen, they're just so angry and just so much real, like rooted, like, oh, it's something well, serious going on. That's not the problem. Here. I mean, the the one of the other issues here is that this 
requires public participation, you know, other, um, I mean, th this, to me, this is a secular religion. It's a, it's a religion. It's an ideology. It's a, it's a way of thinking. It has, it has nothing to do with material reality. It, it's a religion, but you know, if someone is, I don't know, a Christian or a Muslim or a Buddhist, it does not require anyone else's participation except their own. If someone, you know, says the words, um, you know, I practice non-attachment or I have accepted Jesus Christ into my heart, you know, if, if they say those words and, and use those words for themselves, it, it requires no participation on my part. Um, no one is compelling me um, to do those things. And in fact, you know, Christians, of course, they, they did go through a time where they had prayer in school and people pushed back because they, they did not want to be compelled um, to say prayer in school if that was not their religion. They didn't want to have to say the words God if that was not their practice. And, and I, you know, I agree with that. I don't think anyone should be compelled to say the prayers of another group. Um, but but that is, that's, that's absolutely what's happening here is the public is, you know, there's a push for the public to be compelled to participate in this. Um, you know, people are being called, you know, I've definitely been called a bigot. I've definitely been called a transphobe. Um, you know, I've, I've been called a Nazi. <laughs> um, oh and a turf, a turf, a turf. I don't think they know what they're saying. Like what kind of connotation <laughs> meaning that really is. It's just, yeah, you know, give you know what you're saying. I know, yeah, I know. And you know, I want I, I want everyone to be themselves. I want everyone, you know, that's you know, my my background is 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 being a, a theater educator. I I my whole mission mm, um yeah. in my professional life has been to help kids to express their uniqueness. You know, that that was the work that I did. I I I um I had kids write their own plays. I never I didn't um I didn't get kids to do like Peter Pan or Alice in Wonderland. Mm. I actually did play creation with kids because I wanted them to write their own stories in their own words and have their own expression and express their uniqueness. I am all about people breaking, you know, cultural codes and expressing their uniqueness. I, I love that. Um, but what I am not interested in at all is uh, one, lying about my own biology, <laughs> lying about anyone else's biology, being coerced into participating in anyone else's lies. Yeah. Um, and also and guilt into it, like making no. you feel guilty. That's no, like no, no, I'm not. I'm, I am absolutely not going to participate in this idea that men can feel like a woman. I mean, that, 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 that's, um, that's insanity. They they have literally no point of reference. <laughs> exactly, have... yeah. Can you um, expand on that about how it, Oops, what their mind. thought? Oh, you're fine. What their yeah. thought is on like, oh, I'm a woman. It's like, but you're you're thinking you're a woman from the place of being a man. So like, how yeah. are you going to know what you like? And their ideas of what a woman is are like Instagram thoughty, like super sexualized. Typically, yeah. I'm just yeah. like. Like that's the one thing you think is a woman, like number one, like super sexual and midriff yeah. and I don't know. I mean, if you are a male who has gone through male puberty, or even if you haven't gone through male puberty, you know, even those boys who haven't gone through male puberty, 
whatever is happening to you, whatever dysphoria you feel, whatever dissociation you feel, whatever autogynephilia you feel, whatever you feel is a uniquely male experience. It has literally nothing to do with existing in a female body. There is, you know, they talk about feeling female. Well, there are no female feelings. There's no emotions that pertain to me. There's, there's, there's human emotions. There's emotions are for all humans. The, the only feelings that are particular to being a woman are the functions and sensations of a female body. So those are the only things that are particular to my femaleness. Um, you know, having a vagina, vulva, cervix, fallopian tubes, ovaries, labia, clitoris, you know, period, menses, hormones, monthly cycle, eventually menopause, you know, people who have endometriosis, uh, you know, all of those, those are the only feelings. Those are sensations. Yeah. So they're not, they're not emotions. Those are sensations. They're physical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, any other feeling is an emotion and emotions, uh, humans have the full range of emotions and, and a male has literally no access. <laughs> no, there's no access point. There's no reference point. When, when men tell me they feel like a woman, I am always asking, and how did you access that sensation? Where, what, how did you differentiate? What was your point of differentiation? When, when did you say, okay, this was my male feeling and I, I understood it. And then I differentiated that from a female feeling. I mean, and, you know, feminists online get hooked into the question of, um, what is a woman? They, they try to get the, the trans rights activists to define what is a woman. Um, but I actually am always asking them to define what is woman gender identity? So if a, if a man says I am a trans woman and woman is my gender identity, well, what's a woman gender identity? What, what's that gender identity that's a woman identity? What is woman? What's woman? Yeah, if they're a woman, why are they saying trans? Um, also, if they are such a woman and they know what it's like to be a woman and they feel like a woman, why are they taking classes on how to walk like a woman, how to put on makeup and like present as this stereotypical woman that always wears dresses? Like, dude, I barely wear, I mean, I barely wear dresses. I rarely wear dresses. Like, it's just so silly. It's just such a play, like a, yeah. a, a costume. But yeah. a woman is not a costume. Y'all yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, and wear, wear, wear whatever you want, but like, yes. you know, the very notion of woman identity, that that's sexist and regressive. That's based on stereotypes. That is a perpetuation of the very, that's why I critique this. I mean, that is a very, that's a perpetuation of the exact uh, gender roles that feminists have been fighting literally since Hestia was fighting Aristotle, you know, like <laughs> the, these are the women have ever since men have been writing about how women are, women have been saying, no, that's, that's, that's your projection onto us. That that's not accurate. That, that has nothing to do with my humanity or my body. That's a role projection. And, and trans woman is a role projection and it's it turns when you turn the word woman into an identity category it's just a bucket of the most regressive stereotypes.
I mean, woman is not my identity. It's my biology. I am a woman because that's my physicality. And, you know, the other argument I see from the, the trans rights activists a lot is the whole idea of the, they have a woman brain, that there's like such a thing as a woman brain. So, I mean, first of all, that also has been critiqued, the, the notion of the gendered brain, um, Cordelia Fine, Gina Rapon, um, you know, Deborah So also for the most part. I mean, she she's a little yeah. more, but um, she but did. they no, all she was yeah. But they all they Sorry, all critique this idea of you know there is no gendered brain. But my you know one of my points that I like to make is it doesn't matter. Okay, so let's let's take your given. Let's say yes, I agree with your given. There's such a thing as a woman brain, and you man in a male body have it. Let's just pretend that I even agree with that for a second. Mm -hmm. So great. You have a woman brain in a male body. Uh, fact of the matter is you still have no idea what it is to be a female because you don't have a female body. Mm -hmm. yeah. Whatever's happening in your brain, you have a male body. Even if you have a female brain trapped in a male body, you still have a male body and you have no idea anything about the experience of being a female. Mm -hmm. Um, there's, you have still zero access point. There's just no access point. Your whole friggin' skeletal structure is a man. <laughs> um, yeah, it can only go off of like what you see and how you yeah. interpret it. Yeah. You know, and it just, and, and what kills me too is, is just the silencing of this movement. You know, the, the silencing of women who, want to talk about our uniquely female experience biology yeah it's insane i feel like there's a lot of people not talking about this and aren't aware of it yeah you know twitter facebook uh i'm not sure about instagram i'm sure i would not doubt it for a hot second yeah uh youtube uh you know suddenly stating what a woman is and a female biologically is considered hate speech like literally yeah. hate speech the definition of a woman is offensive enough to yeah. tear down a sticker that is a definition of a woman. I know. Um, I know. It's ridiculous. It's just, it's, 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 if it wasn't so, if it wasn't a, ser a very serious attack on our existing rights, um, on our rights to have boundaries around our body and consent and the right to say no to men, um, if, if it wasn't such a serious attack, it, it would be hilarious. I mean, it is partial I try to laugh a lot because it is mm -hmm. hilarious in a lot of ways but you know but it's it's also it's a freaking attack on our rights and it, it's insane and you know and, and and I just sometimes I just want to shake these boys and men and be like how fucking disrespectful to your mother I know I know so I, always, I always wonder about the relationship with their mother like was your mother bad or awful or non-existent uh I, I was actually just asking my husband that this morning I'm like how you know, the ones that, and it's funny, the ones that uh, get us blocked and deplatformed, or not even blocked, excuse me, banned from these uh, social media websites. It's not, from what I've seen, it's 99%, I don't know the percentage, it's men. Yeah. Like men are like, no, you need to be quiet. Uh, you yeah. can't talk about that. Yeah. Ripping down the definition of a woman sticker. It's like, yeah. it's a man being like, this is, this is so offensive. It's anti-trans. What they want to say is anti-men. It's yeah. anti-men. It's yeah. not even anti-men. It's just yeah. like we can't even talk about the definition of a woman we're we're this is a problem we're yeah. this is a problem state of the world not I just mean, america you know and and um 
in a very, I don't know, I don't know if this is spiritual or not, but like women are amazing beings. Every female, uh, you know, animal is amazing. Female animals, including human females, we are the ones who gestate and birth and create human life. I mean, we, we are the only ones that can do it. And it is a mind boggling godlike capacity. I mean, you know, it, it is God, it is truly godlike what happens. I mean, and and I think that this has just been it has just been incredibly devalued and and I think that that we, I mean, this is it is a devaluation of women. It's a devaluation of mothers. Um it, it's just it's a devaluation of of everything that has to do with, with all females, really. Um, it's a devaluation of nature and, and natural processes. And it, it is, it is absolutely a cult, like secular religion that's coming after our speech. That's coming after our privacy and our safety. Um, relentless and unforgiving. Like you must yeah. do this. Uh, if it was, if transgender if trans women were women, why is this being repeated everywhere? Like there was this uh, video I watched on YouTube from some like big old, uh, all these people outside and some guy on stage. And he was like, trans women are women. The audience was like, trans women are women. And they kept, they kept going back and forth. And I was like, this is like mind control repetitive. You know, when you repeat something, you get better at it. So I'm just like, no, like this is so fucking obvious what it is. I mean, I guess it's not because a lot of people are just so unaware yeah, uh, because it's just so hidden behind this. Oh, we're just it's a suicidal group that's oppressed and what more oppressed than women, by the yeah. way, a man trying to tell me that. Yeah. I'm like, oh. um, you know, they just totally manipulate and pull and play with your empathy, sympathy strings uh, to get you to be like, oh, no one should feel that way, which no one should feel that way but it's they're just they're just the manipulation and their very wise choice of words they use and the words they leave out is so they are so clever i will give it to them with that not like congratulations but it is very sneaky and um i I can totally understand why someone would fall for this and be like you're anti-trans how dare you whatever bigot turf yeah nonsense yeah, I mean, it, it, it's sloganeering. I mean, it, it's it, it's a it's it's a propaganda technique. Um, it's you know you that those mantras are used very specifically because first of all they're thoughtless. They mean nothing. There's there's no there's no analysis or position in them. They're repeatable, ridiculous. Um, they mean nothing. Uh, and it, it is absolutely um, advertising. You know, if, if, if something is true, you do not have to repeat it ad nauseum. Um, yeah. You don't have to repeat, um, you know, that you don't have to repeat that women give birth. You don't have to repeat that the sky is blue. You don't have to, um, you don't have to repeat that um, parents should love their kids or kids should love their parents. Like, you know, I mean, of course there's ridiculous trauma situations that exist yeah, sometimes, but, 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 but these are also, yeah, 
naturally existing tendencies and you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to drill them into people, but you do have to drill into people that trans women are women because men are not women, (laughs) you know, and that is a big fat lie. And, uh, you know, anyone who thinks that they are doing something nice by going along with it is sadly fooled. They've gone along with that cult thing. Um, and, and I really try to remind people, um, that my solidarity is with the global majority of women and girls, because that global majority is still very much oppressed uh, because of gender role projections and because of their sex. Um, So, you know, gender from the critique of feminism, you know, of radical feminism, gender is both the why and the how of female oppression. Um, So it is, you know, we are oppressed because we have these roles projected on us, but these role projections are then also the how they are used to naturalize our lesser status. Um, and we can see this, you know, back in the time uh, when women were not allowed to own property, when women weren't allowed to vote. Um, there were there were reasons naturalized into the culture of of why women shouldn't do that. You know, we women um, our brains weren't able to make voting choices, or um, we we <laughs> you know, or reasons why we we you know that all of these reasons are are naturalized by these gender role projections. And the thing is, these still exist. They haven't gone away. I mean, we we have countries where, you know, in India and Thailand or China, um, but but basically they they, oh, I wish I had it off the top of my head, but there's there's basically like um something like 12 million quote unquote missing girls on the planet because of female infanticide, because of sex selective abortion and female infanticide, you know, that happens because, um, uh, because they're born female, though, those infants that are killed and, and, and aborted sex selectively are not killed because of, um, their identity choices or a way, a way that they identify. And it's because they were born female, you know, um, the females who have female genital mutilation, the ones who are sold in child marriages, the, you know, 8 million women and girls who are trafficked every year, basically slaves. You know, if if we want to talk about an existing slave class, females are an existing slave class exploited for their reproductive capacity. You know, the, the women who are, who find themselves in a situation of forced pregnancy, you know, rape, rape is often for women. I mean, men and women get raped, even though 87% of rape victims are women and 98% of the perpetrators are men. But even men who do get raped, they do not face forced pregnancy. And and I'm not saying it's like a worse thing for them, but, but it is not women physically have to grapple with their bodies. You know, I, I talked about this in, um, in an essay that I wrote on medium, you know, when, when I faced rape myself, the first thing I had to do, you know, my rapist did not wear a condom. So I had to go, get spermicide. I went in a cab, shoved it up inside me. I don't, if the cab driver was watching me, I I don't know, but I I had to grab before I could just go home, be in a shower, cry my eyes out. I had to grapple with my female body. Um, and, and, and these women and girls globally, um, 
are oppressed because of their female bodies, because they're born female, and because of the role projection that they currently still face. You know, the countries like Afghanistan and Iraq still have enforced dress codes. You know, women who can't be, can't go out in public without a man, who can't ride a bike, who can't drive a car. I mean, limited access to public life, can't hold political positions, can't be, you know, professors, can't, you know, this is still happening and it's not because it's their identity choice. So there is so much privilege in this position to me. Um, I find it very galling and I find it really naive and privileged. Those, the, the progressives who are just like, well, we just have to go along with the preferred pronouns to be nice. Well, that's not very nice to these global women and girls. And that's who I want to be nice to. I, I care about being nice to them. I care about, um, their lived, their current lived oppression, their period poverty, their period stigma, their lack Real of access oppression. to education, you know, that that's who, I'm fighting for that global majority, um, and 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 that's who that's who I'm concerned with. And that this whole dogma, it, it is just it, it is a perpetuation of the very worst sexist stereotypes that we've always grappled with, and they're still existing. They're they're still happening. It's very much alive and well inside this ideology. And the fact that so many are blind to it, I'm I'm just baffled that they. I guess there's not enough people talking about it. But if you look at it like that, where, you know, the people that are talking about it are being deplatformed or the things, videos or whatever being erased or just they're being taken down. Like to even get back on Twitter, I saw um, if you get like warned or something, you have to literally press like delete the tweet that was offensive to even enter your Twitter. So it's like, I mean that, uh, but the whole like uh, sissy hypno porn thing, the whole sissy thing is like... I know I, I I've been I want to like uh, research that, but it, to me that's just so disturbing and offensive yeah. on every level. But like even yeah. all that is like uh, okay, this whole thing is content warning, but like presenting your holes and like extremely submissive and like it's just like infuriating because like I mean for for men to even like get to that point where they're like this is a thing and this is a a fetish and let's do this, it's just so unbelievably offensive that that's what they think like even any sort of class of a woman is that it becomes a sexual pleasure thing where you're I just uh yeah. man, like, well I mean I I mean I I find it I mean I find it incredibly galling that the um you know that the cosmetic surgery industry is calling the male surgical alteration a neo vagina it's not, it's not a fucking vagina it's a hole in your lower region like it mimics i guess a bit i haven't looked it has nothing to do head. with a vagina. No. a vagina a vagina is a functioning organ it has multiple functions and sensations it it you know it has muscle it it it's self-cleaning it's self-lubricating it it you know it it um helps clean out your your um uterine lining it it um you know aids in pleasure during sex it expands and contracts during childbirth I mean, it, it is multifunctional and dynamic. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. It's an amazing, it's an amazing piece of biology. And it's just, it is so demeaning that it is comparable to a man's 
open wound that they have to dilate every day otherwise it closes up because it's not a it's your body going this is not supposed to be there it's an open wound thing um it's just like creating a hole somewhere in your body and your body's like this is not natural i mean doesn't that tell you everything that you have to sit there and dilate with a lubricated stick to stick it up there which is so high maintenance by the way i mean like that whole i know you saw the video i'm not gonna mention it but uh the maintenance like you have to maintain it like it's not a natural thing you have to make sure it doesn't close otherwise if you don't maintain it it will close it is it's just a hole you know and that that's like one of the most derogatory things that that men have called women you know they refer to women as holes um and front hole I mean, if front is hole, fuck hole, I mean, fr- okay, whatever. Yeah. I'm just like, it's so stupid. Hole? Like, I mean, how many holes? What the hell? You know, but if a, if vagina is not just a hole, I mean, it, it has, it, it just has, it's so, it's so incredible and dynamic. And it, it, it makes me sad that other women go along with this. It, it really breaks my heart. I mean, I've, oh, I've definitely lost some friends over this and it, 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 it breaks my heart that they, that, you know, thoughtful women don't see through the misogyny in this. And it's not always dumb women too. It's, uh, you know, it it goes with anything cult, like, um, you don't have to be dumb and it's frequently very smart, educated, well-off people that get captured by cults, cults in general. So you're not immune to it, um, to be groomed and preyed upon, yeah. You don't, you can be smart, you can be dumb, it can just be a human, you can be captured by it. That's a fact. Um, yeah, people, yeah. I think that we're not, I'm not saying that my friends that I've lost are like stupid or dumb. I feel like the women that would go along with it, because I was like that before I woke up to it. I saw someone um, who I didn't, I knew them on social media, and they were posting selfies of like looking like a woman. And I, I've come from a background of like being a black sheep of a family. Uh, I was never popular or, or like super nerdy in high school. I just kind of floated along, but I definitely am very protective of people that are not as popular or awkward. I try to make an effort to talk to them. Not that I'm like pitying them, but I've, I can recognize that. I know what that feels like. So I saw this person posting photos and, um, I could tell they were just lonely and sad. I mean, I could just see it in her face. So I would be like, you look amazing. But it didn't take me long to realize that they kept incessantly posting selfies, which, number one, anyone that does that is something's going on in their head there, like attention or something. I'm not saying they're a bad person, but I was like, well, okay, well, I'm not doing this thing anymore because they just want attention. I'm not I'm not gonna be able to be there for this person at every uh, two hours. It's like, you look great. You look great. Um, So I think that a lot of the handmaidens or people that go along with it are like, these people really need help. Like, look at them. They get fooled by these statistics that are never backed up by any source. They they can never get their numbers right, by the way, like, you know, yeah. percentages. Um, and I'm not saying that they these people don't commit suicide or there isn't abuse or violence, but they use these very particular words to tug on your uh, empathy strings because anyone would be like, oh, my God, violence? That's very severe. Yeah. Um, that's just how I see it. Uh, I think it's people that are, like, originally trying to protect someone who they think is not manipulating them and playing because that can, that's definitely a thing. Like if, if men, I don't even want to say that because I don't want (laughs) to, if people can realize how easy it is to manipulate someone, um, then why wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, uh, 
it is hard to be non-conforming in whatever way. I mean, you know, I grew up in a fundamentalist Christian household and I was, you know, and, and culture, I mean, for church, <laughs> I mean, um, and it was hard to be non-conforming in that environment. Um, and, you know, even now there's a lot of like non-conforming things that I do that aren't like necessarily even apparent, like I don't shave. So, I mean, it's not apparent until I go to the beach and then every, just not even often, not, nobody really hardly notices, but every once in a while you get a like, Oh, like, Oh, she didn't shave her armpits. <laughs> um, but, uh, but you know, I mean, there's, there's, it is hard to be non-conforming and, and even it's just like, I mean, it's hard to be non-conforming. I mean, going up against this ideology is non-conforming and it is yeah. hard. I mean, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I feel for people who are non-conforming with their style. Um, but that's, that's pretty much what it is to me. You're, mm -hmm. you're non-conforming with your style. You've, chosen to be non-conforming in a medical capacity. So you've, you've chosen to take a medical route to enhance your non-conformance. Um, but, you know, for me, I do not see why this requires any special legal provisions. Yeah. Um, th this, again, it is a self determined category. Um, it doesn't, it is very different from LGB, you know, which is based on sex. It's, it's based on sex and, 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 and the rights and provisions that women have are based on sex. Um, so the, these provisions are all based on something that is physical, measurable, um, and, you know, the, I, I don't even, there's, you can Google trans, there's like no good definition of it. You, you will find in, in any organization that you search, if you search, you know, um, mermaids, if you, if you search uh, Google, if you search, um, you know, how, how Biden describes it in his, you know, hundred day plan, you will find all kinds of definitions. There is no set definition there there's millions of of definitions of how this is even defined the point being that it is an undefinable category and it's it's a self-ascribed thing you know um to say that you are this could mean anything and i and it mainly is about non-conformance and i think it's great if you're non-conforming and i you know some non-conforming people have been huge, incredible stars. I mean, look at all the, you know, male musicians that we've had who are non-conforming. I mean, like in every year, every generation we have them, you know, we, we have the Kurt Cobains and we have the, who's, who's the new British guy, the Harry Styles and, oh, and, but like, but we have, but we have like the princes and the, and the, and the Bowies and, and, you know, non, non-conformance is frigging amazing. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes people who are non-conforming face challenges and, um, you know, and I have, I have a heart for people Again, I I love expression. I, I want people to express. I, I I I like changing my hair. I like wearing big jewelry. I like expression. I like theater.
theater. I love theater. I love theatricality. Um, uh, and, and I, I would encourage anyone to, to play and explore and be playful. Um, but it doesn't, it absolutely does not change anything about your body. You, you cannot be more or less your body. You are your body. Um, there, there's no more or less male. There's male. There's no more or less female. There's female. Um, and, and people a lot of times will try to bring up those with um, DSD conditions um, or intersex conditions. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is uh, those conditions, DSD conditions, are sex-specific conditions. Yeah, you know, I, if, From what I've heard, uh, little research I've done is that you're, you can have like two parts of a male or female type thing, thing. Um, but you're, it's like one um, bodily function works. Like you're either one or the other, even if you have both components. It's yeah. like, it's, 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 it's mostly, other. it's mostly external abnormalities. Right. It's external abnormalities, but your internal workings are still male or female. And, and they are sex specific conditions in that they affect males and females very differently. So there are the female DSD conditions, and then there are the male DSD conditions. There's about 40 known conditions, and they are all sex-specific conditions. Yeah. What does DSD stand for? Um, uh, 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 differences of sexual development. It is sometimes called disorders of sexual development, but I believe the DSM changed it to differences of sexual development. And that is the more... Um, that's sort of the better term now. Some people still do use intersex. I, I know intersex advocates online who call themselves intersex advocates, um, but mostly they use DSD because it's- things where they always change the terminology because somehow transsexuals is offensive or somehow yeah, these yeah, things just become- yeah. Once it becomes dated, it's yeah. automatically becomes- Well, because intersex, intersex is confusing and it, it confuses the issue, whereas differences of sexual development- yeah, that's true. That's that's a lot more accurate to what's happening. Yeah. Um, and, and what it is, is every human body is organized around a reproductive function. Whether you're able to fulfill that function or not, your body is organized around that function. Again, this is from your skeletal structure to your internal organs, to your hormone levels. Um, and so you can have a body that is either organized around the production of large immobile gametes, which is a female, or you can have a body that's organized around the production of small mobile gametes, which is a male. Um, and it's, it's entire body organization. You know, they, they, they like to, in a way, uh, a lot of the TRAs bring it down to like, uh, like it, it genitals, like, so that if you somehow cut off your genitals or change your genitals, but you, you cannot become, um, the other sex. There is no way to go from producing eggs to producing sperm. There's no way to do it. And there's no in between. There is no spectrum. There's no sprags. Oh God. Yeah. There, I, there's there's I no research that one. Cause I'm like, I don't want to go there. Yeah. If you get a phalloplasty and you get a faux penis thing, it's not a real penis. Like it just isn't. Uh... There's, there's no third gamete. There's no third sex. There's no other sex. There's there's males and females and that that's it that that's all you got yeah what about the uh dissolving the ego yeah yeah i mean you know yeah that's 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 absolutely another thing that gets me you know um yeah in any in any sort of like 
practice that that you might do that's like maybe a buddhism or uh, or you know meditate meditation practice um um or um or even a psychoanalytic practice you know any any psychoanalysis that you do um it's really about shutting down the ego silencing the ego letting go of the ego i mean and and letting go of identity attachment you know identity is identity is itself external you know the self is much more than an external identity um i i went on this you know one of my experiences is i i went on this beautiful women's retreat and that was one of the components was sort of going through this guided meditation and letting go of these identities that we carry around with us. And some of those identities were relational identities, like letting go of daughter and sister and auntie and friend. And, you know, these are identities that I carry about myself and, but they are not me they're not the true me they're not the the inner self of me those are just relational identities um there were other identities that were a little harder to let go of because they have to do with my personality like being a teacher or a researcher um you know these are things that i'm like sort of uh, i feel compelled to do all the time um writer um the the, the hardest one that came up was artist i was like <gasps> you know, that came up for me and I was like, no, but like, I, I am an artist. I, I am that I am that. And, and as I went through the meditation and sort of listened to that, what I would call inner voice, I was like, no, that, that is just another external thing. It's, it's external to me. It's not, it is not the depth of me. There's so much more depth to me than that external identity. And, you know, to me, this is, it's such a, it's such a shallow ideology because the entire ideology is set up to be about identity attachment Mm -hmm. and, and that this identity attachment requires constant validation, you know, um, an external validation, you know, and, and again, any meditative or true spiritual psychoanalytic practice is about building internal validation. You know, I, I should be the only one who needs to validate myself. I don't need to validate myself by my external career, by my relationships, by my wealth, by my beauty, by my, I don't know whether I or not I'm a mother, whether or not. I, my, you know, I don't know, my fitness level, like all of these, um, these are categories, which by which we judge ourselves by which we judge one another. And these are external validation categories where, um, you know, when we can get caught in the trap of culture, we can get caught in the cultural, um, mantra, but these, these are, those are external validations. And, and the truth is, 
for me to be my best self, I should not require those external validations. I should not require a validation based on my career path. I should not require external validation based on my looks. Um, I am the, and, and in, in truth, I am the only person who can validate myself. But this whole religion is about constant external validation, constant external validation. Um, and, you know, I, I, I thought of this earlier, but it, it didn't come up at the time. But um, but back to that sloganeering, the trans women or women, the, 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 that coercion to get the public to participate with this. Um, you know, um, Chomsky talks about that in terms of culture, in terms of consumer capitalism, like we're very this is a very consumerist um, ideology. It's, it's all about consumption because you have to consume those hormones. You have to, you have to get those, um, surgeries. You have to change your face. You have to change your wardrobe. Um, you know, and, and the propaganda machine at work in this, you know, Chomsky talks about the manufacture of consent. Um, and that, that's how they get us that that's how this ideology works on us. It, it, it's, 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 it's coercing our consent and it's, it's happening in an insidious, repetitive way. Um, mind control. It is mind control. control. Yeah, it Um, is absolutely mind control. Yeah. It's just, it's such a problem if you're able to look at it like that, that you, it becomes a thing where you need other people in the world around you telling you how you should feel about yourself. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you are a woman. Like, you no longer exist in, yeah, in yourself. Uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, even if we're not talking about the transgender stuff, if you live no. in this world of always needing attention and being like, yeah, yeah, you're, you look beautiful. Um, yeah. The the role of therapy should be to not require external validation. I mean, no, a big, a big thing that, a big thing that we go through, for example, you know, a big thing that a lot of people go through is um, requiring parental approval and parental validation. Um, this is, it's kind of the number one external validation that we all go through. We, you know, most of us with, you know, with only a medium fucked up families. I mean, most people who have, you know, just, you know, if you're not, if you're not in deep trauma, but if you're just having that normal strife, you are seeking parental validation. Um, and, you know, I, I definitely remember I went through it and, and, you know, there are some things about my familial religion <laughs> where my, you know, my, my, oh gosh, um, where my father was like, you know, like you have to be more submissive. You have to do this to be kind of a proper woman. And it, it used to trigger me. It used to like mm. get to me so much. And I thought, you know, if, if I could just get to the place where I wasn't, if, if what he said was like, so ridiculous to me, because if he said something to me, like, I see little green aliens floating all around you. I would laugh. I would just laugh at that. And I would be like, no, nah, that's ridiculous. That that means nothing to me. But because I, you know, grew up with the ideology, it triggers me because it's, it's mm-hmm. part of the programming that I was raised with. Um, so, you know, there was that fight in me to have <laughs> his validation, but I, I didn't want to perform the things that were required to get his validation. I mean, 
I would say I think we're we're in a great place now. Um, but at the time, you know, I think we both had a lot of angst about it. But but ultimately the 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 process of 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 um therapy should be to come to a place where you are internally validating yourself and that is the only validation you require you know if someone i mean misgendering is 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 being called a freaking hate crime i mean that's like actual that's, fines if i don't know if, uh, <laughs> what the new york city laws are about that but I've heard something I mean, about that. People, like people, money are, people are trying to twist it in that direction, which is freaking ridiculous because if someone called me a man, it would be so ridiculous to me. Like, I would just but, laugh at it. I mean, I, I don't, what do I care if you call me a man or not? It, exactly. it changes nothing about my experiences. It changes yeah. nothing about my feeling about myself. I don't, you I don't think that they thought that it doesn't yeah. you. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, and and hopefully that's where we get with with all of our things. You know, if someone was like, "You're ugly," I would be like, "Well, that's your opinion." You know, yeah, I don't exactly. I don't feel that way about myself. Let's. That's not how I feel about myself. And and you know, or if they're like, you know, you're you're poor. Or, I don't know. You you don't your you don't have. Sucks. Yeah, your art sucks. I would be like, yeah, that that that's is your, your opinion. opinion. Like, that's okay. You, all right. Okay. Like all right. Like you know. And and then there's you know there's always going to be certain categories that are more triggering than others. The more you, the more again. That's again. The more you identify with oh, something, yeah, the true. more you are going to be triggered by it. The more like. Like if I did truly identify with a piece of art and, you know, uh, and someone didn't like it, that would be like, <laughs> like, That's why didn't they like point. it? Like, I, I like it so much. I identify with it. You know, the more we identify with something, the more, the more potential we have to be triggered when people don't validate it. But if we were the most strong in ourselves, if I was like truly powerful in myself, like on a good day, you know, we, we all have good and bad days, but on a good day, I would just be like, you know, fuck that noise. Who cares about what that person says? Yeah. So all this shit is uh, encouraging like your vulnerable self, uh, affirming, um, like not having confidence. You mentioned recently um, something that was profound to me is describe not prescribing words. Yeah. So, um, so one of one of this is actually um, a video that I have up on my YouTube channel where I I kind of go into this in depth. But um, what's your you YouTube know, channel uh, name? It, known heretic. Okay. It's just a yeah, known YouTube yeah. known heretic, yeah. Um uh, one of the things I well, one of the things that I call myself when when people <laughs> I'm I'm gonna do this the long way. <laughs> um, but when when you know, a lot of people who accuse me of hate or bigotry, whereas you know, where I don't I don't hate anyone. No. I, I want people to express no, but I do call myself a non-participant. Um, so I do not participate in what I call this secular religion. So um, that's how I would frame it uh, for people. Um, and choosing non-participation is not hate. I, there's so many religions that I do not participate in, you know, and, and even the, you know, the, I could just not participate in... 
I don't know, like <laughs> believing in a keto diet or something, or I could not not participate in Scientology or not participate in Buddhism or not participate in flat earthers, you know, like, um, I can be, I can be respectful of people, even, even when I don't respect their beliefs, you can be respectful to people without respecting what they believe in. And I don't, I, I don't respect this. And I'm, I'm pretty clear about that. I don't, I do not respect, um, an ideology, which I see as sexist and regressive and, um, attacking women. So no, I don't respect it, but I, I respect people. Um, but I, I'm a non-participant. And, and what I also say is, I, the way that I choose to use language is descriptive. So when I use the words man and woman, boy and girl, I am describing, you know, just, just the same way that when I am using the word animal and mammal and primate, I am using those words to describe a certain kind of function and organization of a body. Mm -hmm. um, and those are words that all describe and they, you know, in the animal classification system, they get more and more specific as you go, you know, um, the word plant does not describe my body. The word animal describes the kind of body that I have. Uh, the word uh, reptile does not describe my body. The word mammal describes the kind of body I have. And no matter if I choose to call myself a reptile, I am still warm blooded. I still have fur and not scales. I still, you know, gestate young inside my body, not lay eggs. <laughs> you know, if I had a child, I would produce milk. You know, this, that, the, that, that word mammal describes the functioning of my body. Um, and the word woman describes the functioning of my body. It describes. Um, so I, I use accurate biological language that describes form and function. Um, and that is, that's what those words mean. I don't, I do not, I refuse to perpetuate gender. I do not project gender roles. I don't project personality onto those words. I don't project that there's a certain way a man should be or a certain way a woman should be. You can have any personality in a male body. You can have any personality in a female body. Um, and I say boy, girl, and I say man, woman, because female could describe any mammal or even there's many female non-mammals, you know, female could describe a lot of things. Woman, <laughs> adult, human, female is the word that accurately describes my physical experience. Mm -hmm. Um so I choose to be accurate with those words. Um, and what, what the gender words do is they prescribe. So they're, they're, they're saying, if you turn the word woman into an identity, you are saying you have to be like this 
to be a woman. You you've turned the word, you've turned the word into a word that's describing what's already going on into a word that is prescribing qualities onto something. So you could prescribe those qualities onto a male body or a female body. But but when you use that word as an identity word, it's a projection. It's a prescription. It's telling you how you have to be to be a woman. Yeah. But there is no right way to be in my physical body. <laughs> I am in my physical body. And no matter what, no matter matter these linguistic games that you want to play i'm in my i am in this body you know a, a male remains in his physical body no matter no matter how much hormones you take no matter how many of your genitals you cut off you're just as much male as you were ever male you you are the same amount male as you ever were you don't ever become more or less of it um and yeah. you know and and i think using those words to describe function is is far less triggering there it's just about it's just function it's just form and function you know just like we you know everything that that's what science does it 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 describes the form and function of everything in the universe down to the atom down to the electron in the atom you know, we, everything has a boundary, everything has a material being and everything has a form and a function. And that, that's, that is part of living in a physical material universe. We, we don't live in some sort of, I don't know, um, Isaac Asimov made up gaseous nebula where there is no form and function. We, we don't live, we don't live in a spiritual heaven-like plane where everything is spirit. You know, we live in a physical plane where we have form and matter. Everything has form and function. Um, and, and, and the business of science is to describe the specific unique form and function of everything. I mean, that's how chemistry works. That's how physics works. That's how we, that's how, I mean, that's how we even get these hormones that people take to change their body. We, we, we can do those things because we know how form and function, we know how to manipulate form and function. Um, but the, the form and function of having a certain reproductive capacity doesn't change. You know, I, I have used, <laughs> I've, I've been called mean for using what I think is a really neutral metaphor, but I use the metaphor of the, the oven and the refrigerator, mm -hmm. you know, an oven warms and heats things, a refrigerator cooler, a freezer cools things down, um, keeps things cold. So, you know, however you modify that oven, <laughs> or if your oven is broken, like, the, you know, a lot of people will say like, oh, are you saying a woman without a uterus isn't a woman? Well, a, a woman without a uterus, first of all, if you have a hysterectomy, you are having a very female experience. If you have gone through, <laughs> if you've gone through some sort of a hysterectomy, that is a very uniquely female experience. That is an experience a man will never have. That is a uniquely female experience. 
Um, and uh, a woman without a uterus does not become a man. A man without a penis does not become a woman. You know, a broken oven does not become a refrigerator and a broken refrigerator does not become an oven. Um, you know, an oven is still an oven even if it's missing a part. A refrigerator is still a refrigerator even if it's missing a part. It still has you know, even if it cannot fulfill um, the function of its form, it still has that form. It's still made up of that form. And that function is the only thing that that form can do. You know, that form cannot fulfill a different function. Um, just like a female body can never fulfill the function of sperm creation. That That's the form and the function are entwined. But even if you cannot fulfill the function, uh, that's still your form. Your form is still your form. Um, you know, feminists get accused all the time of being genital fetishists, whatever... Oh, yeah. Hold, you're focusing on genitals a lot. I'm like, oh my god, what are you talking about? Like that let's say turn it around or just oh these these arguments are just so asinine, so silly. Yeah, oh, and you know, and we're the ones who are saying you can have whatever friggin' genitals you happen to have and be whoever you want with them, have whatever personality you want, have whatever expression you want, have whatever behavior you want, have whatever passion you want. Yeah. Um, and your your genitals do not define you. And they are pretty much the ones saying you are defined by your genitals. So if exactly. you are the whole if thing you are, is like <laughs> If you are behaving, if you are behaving in a way that doesn't match your genitals, you have to change your body. Um, and, and to me, this is the most dangerous thing that we're teaching kids, you know, and, 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 and this, this ideology of born in the wrong body that we're teaching kids is just ridiculous. We should be teaching kids to question a culture that would tell them there is a correct way to be a female or a correct way to be a male. They should be challenging that culture, not conforming and saying, I mean, if you, if you look up, if you Google, um, how do I know if my child is transgender, which this is a question that parents ask when they're confronted with their kids. If you look that up, you will see the most regressive stereotypes being repeated. You will see um, uh, my my daughter wanted to have short hair or my son wanted to have long hair or yeah, my son wanted to play the, with, uh, you know, the pink, uh, the chair, you know, he's a, he's a girl. Like what? Mm -hmm, you wait for the mm -hmm. pink stuff. The pink stuff? What? Oh my God. So, so you'll see if you, if you look at how this is being taught to parents and kids, you'll see it is nothing but stereotypes. It is nothing but stereotypes and the most regressive sexist stereotypes. And, and, you know, um, uh, feminists, you know, uh, th this is sort of an aside, but going to my point, you know, a, a lot of people, um, I mean, and, and it's in Google right now. If you do a Google search, I do not like the Google definition of feminism. Um, a dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> but, so but well. feminism, yeah, God, look at that. Oh, look at that. <laughs> it's like classic. Yep. That's classic. Um, feminism is in fact, not an equality movement. Um, I mean, whether or not you agree with the term the patriarchy or not, um, feminism seeks liberation from the patriarchy. Feminism does not seek equality within the patriarchy. So e the 
the patriarchy is what controls women through their reproductive capacity and exploits them. Um, equality would look like uh, women raping just as many men as men rape women. Um, equality would look like women beating just as many men as men beat women. Equality would look like, uh, you know, um, you know, uh, adult him. adult women um, uh, sexualizing little boys. You know, you, you never see that. I mean, I we I saw. I think I showed you that the most disgusting post the other day of these adult men just like oh, yeah. being disgusting about Greta Thunberg, whatever you, you think about her or not. Like yeah. it, it's adult men like ooh, like saying the worst things about her, and you just never you never see a group of adult mm. women mm. like want saying that they want to rape or go after a young boy that that just doesn't happen but but that's what quote unquote equality would look like so we're, we're not an equality movement we're a liberation movement we want liberation liberation from that friggin oppression we want um reproductive liberation um from from reproductive exploitation and control that that control that i was talking about that's still going on in so many countries you know where female genital mutilation um, reproductive exploitation. There, there's there's surrogacy camps in other countries. I mean, even in this country, teen pregnancy is a huge problem, and that is a means of reproductive control. That it, one of the leading causes of death of girls from ages 15 to 19 is frigging pregnancy in in the United States of America. Um, that is a means of reproductive oppression. Boys boys of the age 15 to 19 do not face that. That is not something they face. So, but the other part of that liberation is not just liberation from reproductive um, exploitation, um, but it's also liberation from enforced gender roles. And this is, I mean, that's why we used to call it the women's lib, women's lib liberation movement. It's a liberatory movement. It seeks freedom. It seeks freedom from these regressive roles. Um, you know, and that's what I still want. I, I, you know, many feminists, myself included, call themselves gender abolitionists. I want to abolish gender, you know, screw gender. Um, you know, men and women can behave however they want to behave, um, do whatever they want to do, dress, have whatever personality you want, dress however you want. Yep. Um, and we don't, we don't have to project roles onto other people's bodies. Um, and, and that's what I say, you know, when people are like, you're, you're mean. And I say, I, I'm not project. I don't want gender projected on me in the, in, in terms of that. What, what's the phrase? Like do unto others as you would do unto yourself. Yeah, I don't want anyone yeah. projecting gender onto me. So why would I project gender onto anyone else? I don't want to perpetuate that. I'm not going to yeah. perpetuate a system of regressive stereotypes. I will not participate. I will not perpetuate it. Um, I will not be complicit in my own oppression. Um, and, and my solidarity as I continue to say, is with the, the global majority. Yeah. Amen. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's excellent. I think we, that's a great ending point. That was wonderful. Uh, thanks for uh, joining me. Uh, where can we find you? Where can the people find you in the interwebs? Um, so I'm on YouTube. I'll, I'll send you my link. So you have that. My YouTube channel is known heretic. I'm pretty much known heretic everywhere. I'm known heretic on Twitter. I'm known heretic on my Facebook. 
I'm known heretic on my Instagram. I will be getting a Patreon eventually. Yeah. So then yeah. I'll be that. Um, but that's and and on Medium, I'm on Medium, and that Excellent. is also my same handle. Yeah. Um, the uh, you know captions down below. And whatnot, yeah. Whatever. So and and I I, I hope to I, I hope to be having um on my my next thing for my my Twitter is to have um a gender series. I wanna I'm gonna be looking at the history of gender because this nice. this this gendering of women um uh by uh male scholars has been going on for millennia so i'm gonna i'm gonna start back all the way at, at aristotle and go through yeah. you know oh, gustav yeah. lebon and darwin and and freud and <laughs> just just <laughs> just look at look at the history of how this has progressed and and then kind of compare that to what's happening right now excellent well thank you so much Yay. You guys later. So I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Um, please consider donating to my podcast fund by becoming a patron on my Patreon. Head to Lindsay Plato head to Lindsay click distorted lens podcast link on the top header bar there, and you'll see a direct PayPal donation button and my Patreon button link. Uh, this, you know, podcasting, YouTubing and remote interview apps are definitely not free. So your donations literally directly support my work. And I honestly really appreciate anything you can provide it. Uh, you know, little can go a long way. Uh, you know, this, all of this has become my daily 24 seven research, whether it's just hearing other people's stories on Twitter, watching other interviews on YouTube, reading up about psychology and, you know, all these studies that are actually from like the 80s and 90s of, you know, um, journals and, you know, medical studies, real science and real biology that obviously matters. Um, yeah, I want you to really pay attention to the language around you because, you know, this whole thing is very sneaky and it's it works in sneaky ways that are very, it's very likely that it slips um, underneath you where you may not even notice it. Um, I also wanted to kind of add this in here. Instagram actually blocked this out, which is hilarious. Uh, when you are, so I wanted to actually explain this. I don't know if I ever did. Transgender woman to the transgender, you know, TRA, which means trans, uh, trans, what the hell? Transgender. Oh my God. Brain fart. Wow. What? Anyways, TRA means they're, you know, they support transgender stuff. Um, they see it as transgender woman is a man that's, quote, transitioning uh, to be a woman, which, by the way, you can't become a woman. But uh, and transgender man is a woman that's trying to become a man. So I want you to, you know, I'm kind of reiterating what Amy mentioned in this episode that, you know, people that aren't aware of all this transgender stuff. When, in fact, when I first started learning about it, I didn't realize that transgender woman is, is a man trying to be a woman. So I use the term trans identifying male because I keep the male and female terms grounded in reality. So trans identifying male is a male attempting to be a quote woman and trans identifying uh, woman is like a woman trying to be a man. So notice I keep those words connected to the biological sex of the person who is, uh, you know, quote, trying to transition. A man can't become a woman. A woman cannot become a man. 
Um, that's all for now. Uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and thanks to all my uh, Patreon uh, supporters. I, I see you, and you guys really make a difference. I really, really, really appreciate you, and I love... Thank you all for also the um, like messages I've been getting uh, and you know private DMs on various um, apps and whatnot. Anywho, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Thank you for listening. Tell a friend. Share this. Blah, blah, blah. And yeah, namaste. Namaste.